A blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Almighty, ever-living God, who as an example of humility for the human race to follow, caused our Savior to take flesh, flesh and submit to the cross, graciously grant that we may heed his lesson of patient suffering and so merit a share in his resurrection who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So we reached the height of our celebration, the Holy Week. And the Holy Week is introduced by Palm Sunday of the Passion of the Lord. The Palm Sunday of the Passion has two gospel readings. Since there is the blessing of the palms at the beginning of the celebration, so we read first uh, the gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 19, 28 to 40, and then we will go to the other readings. Okay, so may we listen to Jennifer. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. As he drew near to Bethage and Bethany at a place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. He said, go into the village opposite you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tethered on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone should ask you, why are you untying it? You will answer, the master has need of it. So those who had been sent went off and found everything just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owners said to them, why are you untying this colt? They, ans they answered, the master has need of it. So they brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks over the colt, and helped Jesus to mount. As he rode along, the people were spreading their cloaks on the road. And now as he was approaching the slope of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to praise God aloud with joy for all the mighty deeds they had seen. They proclaimed, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees and the crowd said to him, teacher, rebuke your disciples. He said in reply, I tell you, if they keep silent, the stones will cry out. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord, Praise Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. As we were saying, no, this is uh, entering into the peak of the celebration with uh, uh, Palm Sunday of the Passion of the Lord. You know, in the Gospel of Luke, it's very uh, evident, no, this journey of Jesus to Jerusalem. And this starts with chapter 9, okay? Chapter 9 says, he sets his face no, to Jerusalem. And he knows what will happen there because we, we have heard no, his uh, prediction of his passion, death, and resurrection. Now he reaches Jerusalem. And uh, here, the first atmosphere is what? What do we hear in this gospel reading? 
we hear of the praise, the triumph, no? And uh, somebody was even saying, this is the whole creation because first you have the animal, the cult that he was riding, and then you have the palms, okay? So nature, the plants, animals, plants, people, and even at the end of the reading, it says, uh, I tell you, if they keep silent, the stones will cry out. So you have the whole creation, the whole material creation from matter to plants, to animals, to human beings. So very glorious, no? very glorious entrance to Jerusalem. And uh, this is just the first part of the journey because practically as we go through the readings, you will see how it will progress. No? Uh, he is really uh, facing here a direct confrontation with the Pharisees, those who will bring him down. When we finish our, our Bible study today, I hope you will find time to read also the Passion of the Lord according to Luke, which is the gospel reading uh, for tomorrow. Okay, this, as I was saying, this first reading of the gospel uh, from Luke is just uh, the portion of the rite of blessing of the palms. Okay, commemorating his entrance, his glorious entrance. But it's very important that you go through the whole, all the readings, because there you will see the cycle. No? The cycle from uh, entering into a triumphant crowd and then going into his passion no? and then his uh, death and afterwards the resurrection but passion sunday as it, as it is called is really just about more about the suffering passion and death okay yeah, which will bring us to you know the gradual entry into the mystery of the death of christ so we can reach his resurrection uh, one little thing here about the <clears throat> the cult somebody was saying when you are when you are tempted to be too proud of the success of whatever achievements you have or that's one one end the other end is when you are feeling so how do you say a base or lowly why are you being asked to do something very important one reflection that a master of spirituality said um, take the Take the attitude here of uh, the cult. The cult meaning to say this uh, donkey that the Lord used no, for this particular mission of entering Jerusalem. How is it here? <clears throat> it says, um, why are you untying it? So you will answer, the master has need of it. And then, so those who had been sent went off and found everything just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, why are you untying this colt? They answered, the master has need of it. <clears throat> what I'm pointing out here is, when you are being challenged in your mission in life, no? 
why is the Lord uh, asking me to do this? This is too much for me, etc., etc. You can take that attitude of the cult. The Lord just wants to use me for this moment. Okay? And then later on, <clears throat> he will let me go. It's, a, it's the attitude of humility. No? When the Lord wants to make use of us, uh, allow us to be an instrument of his will. This is not a forever thing, right? Our mission, sometimes, sometimes we are frightened you know, when we are asked to do something. It seems too big or uh, beyond our capacity. So we can take that uh, attitude of the cult in this, in this uh, reading. The master has need of it. So the master has need of me. You know? And after this, then he decides what to do with me. I guess it, it's a beautiful attitude in life. So we don't hang on to anything, say titles, programs of life, no. But we simply allow him to make use of us. We have a saint for that who is very, uh, who is that? A saint Teresa or Madre Teresa. I think she says, the Lord Jesus wants to make use of me this way, so no, I follow his will. And most of the saints are like that. Uh, another Teresa is Saint, uh, the little Teresa of child Jesus. I said, said, I like Jesus to be my elevator for going up and down, no? to just to carry me. Okay. And, and that's a beautiful imagery. The second imagery here, uh, in, in the Philippines, we do this. So they brought it to Jesus, the cult, no? threw their cloaks over the cult and helped Jesus to mount. And as he rode along, the people were spreading their cloaks on the road. I do not know uh, the Filipinos in this group. Have you seen this in, in some of your uh, well, exposure to our villages? This no? used to be done. You know, the people really laying down their cloaks on mm -hmm. the streets. I know for one that this was done in, in uh, Binangonan, in Angono, this area in Rizal. No? Mm -hmm. They really tried to follow literally the gospel reading. And, and of course, this was related to me by a Vietnamese priest because he was so, he, he felt so unworthy. He said, oh my God, what are the people doing? You know, but he didn't realize, he didn't realize this folk uh, religion that really followed literally the gospel. Okay. And so he, he felt so honored. He really felt like Jesus Christ. So he could not take it. I said, no, you have to follow what the people are doing. You know, the, the Holy Week is a very special moment for us. Now, I was telling my students in the RCIA this morning, in some places, we really reenact the crucifixion. Okay. Of course, they were afraid that the person dies. No, it's, it's a reenactment of the crucifixion uh, where even sometimes the known sinners of the village they volunteer to be crucified. That then sometimes it becomes a ridicule because uh, after they have done their penance, they go back to their old jobs of 
you know, of doing evil things. So I said, what is the point? You really have to go deep into conversion, a real change, not a once a year change. Okay, once a year participation. And uh, as we continue here, so you have the multitude beginning to praise God aloud with joy for all the mighty deeds they had seen. So it's really a peak moment in the life of Jesus. No? It's a recognition of what he has done. <clears throat> the mighty deeds that they had seen that Jesus has done. So blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. It's, uh, uh, anybody remembers where you have this line in uh, St. Luke? Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. You remember the nativity story, the angels? Yeah. yeah. When, when uh, in the story of the nativity, no, the angels sang glory, glory, glory in God in the highest and peace. No? Glory, yeah. So it's a repetition. It's like a peak moment. Okay. And then from here, we go down. Meaning to say, you reach the climax here of recognition, of praise, no, etc. And then after this, you go uh, on the, the second gospel in the celebration for tomorrow, Luke 22, which we will not read here because it's really the whole passion. Luke 22 and 23, no, chapters 22 and 23, now narrates the Passover. No, the uh, prediction of what will, he will suffer. And very interestingly also, it's not just the uh, examination or the trial of Jesus. I, That's why I like to invite you to read this later. You will see as Jesus is being tried, the disciples were also being tried, meaning Peter no? or Judas in the first place. Judas being tried, will you betray your master with a kiss? This is part of the narrative. And then Peter, who was recognized by one of the people in the court, said, you are one of them. And Peter, what was the reply of Peter? I do not know the man. No. So denial, betrayal, denial. And then the crowd. In the, at the very end of this uh, gospel narrative, who was the one who was able to uh, get into paradise? This is only in St. Luke. In this narrative of St. Luke, there is one personage which you don't have in other, in other narratives of the Passion. So, the thief. <laughs> okay. The thief at the end of the... Do you have your text with you? The very part, the last part, they called him the robber who robbed Jesus of paradise. <laughs> okay? You remember? These two robbers who were, the, the two thieves who were crucified with Jesus, one on his right and on his left. The yes. other one ridiculed him. The other, and the other checked this ridicule and he said, uh, Jesus, remember me when you come remember. into your kingdom. Kingdom. No? And at the very end, what did Jesus say? You are 
with me in paradise. Jesus replied, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in It's the repetition of the word today in St. Luke. Today is very important in St. Luke. Today I announce to you with great joy, that's the angels, no? Today you hear his uh, the, the prophecy in Luke 4. And now uh, today, that's the story of Zacchaeus. Today salvation has come into this house. And in the very last moment of Jesus, again he says, today, today you will be with me in paradise. It's, it's beautiful, no? So every moment, every today is important. <laughs> every yes. day. No? It's a spirituality also of the day-by-day day salvation of the Lord. Okay, so we will not dwell so much on the second gospel, the, the passion of the Lord, but I invite you really to, to read it. Hmm? Yes. It could be your exercise. If you cannot go to church this Sunday, because here in Hong Kong it's a little difficult, but you read the passion. Hmm? You read the okay. passion of the Lord. Uh, the Passion of the Lord is read every Palm Sunday in three cycles. So we're in cycle C, that's why it's St. Luke. Okay, cycle A is Matthew, cycle B is Mark, and then now is St. Luke. But Good Friday is another reading of the Passion, but it's always St. John. Okay? St. John is read every year. It's, uh, that's how important is St. John. And St. John is also read... Uh, during the Easter season. Now, to go into the whole cycle, we said, we have to listen to the other readings. So from the time of the triumph, the triumphal entry, we will move slowly into the passion. The first reading, a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning, he opens my ear that I may hear. And I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face, I need the shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help. Therefore, I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint knowing that I shall not be put to shame. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah is uh, called one of the servant songs. Okay, There are four servant songs in the book of Isaiah, which is re read throughout the Holy Week. So like Holy Monday, I think you read, Isaiah 40, and then Holy Tuesday is Isaiah 42, the second servant song. And then you have this one, Isaiah 50, the third servant song. And the fourth is read on Good Friday, a very long reading, the first reading of Good Friday. So the servant song is uh, referring to the figure of Jesus who suffers in order to uh, redeem the people but it's it's very important here to note the the attitude of this servant huh? it says the first line 
the Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. And it seems it's all about speaking, no? uh, consoling. But actually, the second line is even more important. Morning after morning, he opens my ear that I may hear. So you are able to speak and console because morning after morning, first you listen. He opens my ear. Otherwise, where do you get the words of consolation? No? And, and we practice this in our life. For instance, when we listen to people telling their stories, narrating their hardships, no? we don't listen only with our own ears. We try to listen also, what is God, uh, what does God want for this person? What does God want me to say to this person? And, and I can tell you, this is, this is a real story for me. When I, when I listen to our uh, Filipino friends here telling me their stories, and I really have to discern uh, very hard and long. I said, what can really help them? No, not, not my word. No, but God's word, what can help them? Because my word is little, it's short, it's, it's limited compared to God's word. So we have to listen first. The first thing is to listen. And then the servant here, no, is, you, you see the trust that he puts because he, is, he does not respond with aggression. I have not rebelled. I have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. The face, my face, I did not shield from buffets and spitting. These are all the uh, referring to the passion of the Lord, what we hear in the gospel. Okay, why is this? Because the Lord God is my help. Okay, that is the reason why he does not respond with aggression, because. He knows that he will not be disgraced, that he will not be put to shame. And that is very deep trust, uh, very difficult to reach if you are not connected to the source. If you do not believe that what you suffer now no, is only momentary and God will really vindicate you. Okay? In, uh, in, and this is heightened in the responsorial psalm, but we will pray that later. No? What I'd like to, to do now is go to the second reading because the, the second reading gives the whole cycle. The second reading starts with incarnation and then to the mystery of the passion and death and then the resurrection. So we have the whole cycle. Can we listen to that, Sister Leonila, please? A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death even death on the cross. Because of this, God greatly and bestowed on him the name which is above 
every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Be to God. The first reading I said was a servant song. No, this one of Saint Paul's letter to the Philippians is what you call a hymn. <laughs> okay, and people or some scholars say this is not just by Saint Paul. It is uh, something that he got from a tradition. Okay, and you see here the whole cycle of the journey of the Word. No, the Word of God. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, no, so his pre-existence, he was in the form of God. Like you have in St. John's Gospel, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So this is saying Jesus, he was in the form of God, but he did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. It's not... Um, some were saying also this is to 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 put Jesus uh, opposite to the figure of Adam, you know, in Genesis, Adam who was grasping, he wants to be like God. You remember the temptation of the serpent to Eve. Uh, you eat this uh, fruit, and you will be like gods. Okay, the grasping. No, so Jesus is the opposite of that. Jesus did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, what did he do? He emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness. So this is the incarnation. He's going down from heaven, coming down to us, becoming like us, human likeness. And then not, not just any human, but being found in human appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. You see, in the culture of the Jews before, uh, being crucified is the worst form of punishment. Uh, those who are crucified are not crucified with clothes. They're crucified naked. So... In the book of Deuteronomy, uh, it really says, curse is the one who is crucified. So Jesus takes that on to himself. The crucifixion is really the whole nakedness of our sins. No? The whole naked, nakedness of, of evil. No? <clears throat> and so that is the lowest point. Now, he did not stay there. So we're saying that the beauty of this hymn is this is the whole cycle. It's from God going down into human form, being born, in, and then going even to the point of death on a cross. And from this, he cannot go any lower. Okay, that's the lowest he could get. And from there, God exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So it goes back to the Father. Did you see that? 
no the beauty of it no so this is not just what jesus experienced in jerusalem uh, listening to all the praises and glory at the beginning no by the crowd and then afterwards listening to their christ again crucify him no this glory that is given to him after his death is already the whole creation of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue you know, confess. So this is the resurrection. Okay. And, and you know, this hymn of St. Paul to the Philippians, we sing every week in the convent, in the monasteries with the monks. This is sung every Saturday. Saturday evening, without rest. <laughs> yes, because this really summarizes our faith. No, the hymn to the Philippians, the hymn of the Philippi from the book of letter to the Philippians, chapter two. Uh, you can memorize that six to eleven is a beautiful summary of our faith. No, of Jesus coming down, taking the form, our human form dying because of our sins, and then being glorified by the Father. So that is the journey that we're going, that we are having in Holy Week. We don't, uh, we always say, please do not be Good Friday Christians only. That we, that our faith is not only up to death, but we await the resurrection. Even if every form of death no, is, is painful, no, but we don't just stay there. We always see that uh, there is always the seed of the resurrection in every suffering. Mm -hmm. And I guess that should be also, that, that should be the message that we can uh, communicate to others, especially in this time. So I pause here. Any reflection? Any question, <clears throat> any, you know, something that you can share? Uh, me, sister, I have some questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's about sister when, 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 the, when the crowd, like uh, they glorify Jesus when, when Jesus was in the donkey. And then why is it that during the, the time that, that the passion, these people, the crowd already gone, so how, how it happened that way, sister? I'm confused. Yes. How can our nature be that inconsistent, right? No? Oh, yes, sister. How, yeah. can, how can human nature change so drastically just uh, in that short moment? Yeah. And, and, and how can we be so affected by simple cries of the others? That is a good question. It makes us reflect. Because that, that really happens in life, no? You can be in one position at this moment, and then you listen and hear all the others, and then you shift to another position without, without reflecting so much. But, but uh, just maybe do not generalize all the crowds because uh, yes, uh, yes. in that same crowd, you have the women. Remember? The women yes, of yes. Jerusalem. And this is also this is also only in Luke. Uh, daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, no, but weep for your children. Meaning to say, not everybody shouted, crucify him. Okay. 
there were those who lamented. Of course, we know that Jesus' mother was there. No? Jesus' mother was there as we hear from the Gospel of St. John. So, so that means, sister, that even though Jesus had done a lot of miracle things, so the, the, the way they believe is still not that deep enough? Yes, yes. And we are not sure, Maria Fe, if we were there, where will we be? <laughs> if we were there. So that's why it's, it's very good to, you know, in the churches, in the liturgy, we really try to, uh, what do you say, dramatize the gospel reading. Now, Jennifer is used to our church here. You know that every Good Friday and also Palm Sunday, we have the dramatization of the passion. We really take the roles so that we get into even the emotions. No? That in the beginning, we, we are able to say, okay, Hosanna, we sing Hosanna in the beginning. And then during the gospel reading, we are, say, we are shouting, crucify him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sister. Okay. Thank you, sister, for that. Yes. It's a reflection. Reflection. Yes. It's a reflection. It's an, what you call examination of conscience, maybe, which the church asks us to do. And twice in Holy Week at the beginning, that is Palm Sunday, and then again on Good Friday. Not once, because the, the church knows, the, litur the liturgy of the church knows that it's not enough. No, actually, mm -hmm. the whole life we're doing this, but uh, conversion is lifetime. Mm -hmm. Jenny, you like to say something? I do not know how you will be celebrating there in UK. Did you find a church already? Yes. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not walk, not walking distance. We have to drive. There are a lot of the so-called churches, but we have to be careful whether it's a Roman Catholic one <laughs> or an Anglican <laughs> church. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, because it's we, we just come back to our, almost our hometown. It's just been a long time that we haven't been back. But uh, there's one. Uh, we know where we can is a, a Roman Catholic one. Yeah. Okay, you can always but, ask Mr. Google. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's different. Uh, the uh, the way they celebrated, you know, in Hong Kong, because there will be a lot of or used to be. I I don't think it's this year. A lot of adult baptism confirmation. Oh, yeah, that's right. But in UK, it, I have attended the one in Brompton Road. Mm -hmm. As in Latin, and the gospel reading, it can goes on for about two and a half hours. And <laughs> I cannot understand because it's all in Latin, Latin. even the singing. Oh. But, but one good thing is the, uh, uh, the homily. The Roman Catholic is so universal. No matter whether you're in Spain or what, you can more or less understand yes. what's going on because you know this is the first reading second reading gospel blah blah which is really good yeah you know the structure but, the structure yeah yeah but uh one thing i would like to share is the um when you say uh we're we're sort of like the instrument of god mm -hmm. yeah. sort of like the code mm -hmm. that master needed now yes. thank you for I don't understand it, but now thanks for explaining. 
And I remember I'm a donkey now. <laughs> I'll be a donkey. Yeah. I will always be a donkey. Okay. No, actually, actually, it's one of my superiors who told me that uh, story. You know that when she was trying, when she was resisting, why would the Lord ask me this this kind of ministry? You know, it's it's repugnant to me. I don't want mm -hmm. it. And then the the spiritual director just told her, why don't you read again the story of Jesus entering to Jerusalem and take the part of the donkey, you know. Oh, yeah. Take the yeah. part of the donkey. No? The Lord yeah. wants you, the Lord needs you, and that's it. Yeah. And you don't have to consider yourself too important. Yeah. When it's finished, then it's gone, it's finished. Mm. <laughs> you have served the mission that the Lord is, uh, wants you to do. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I'll remember that. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Susan, you like to say something? Yeah. Thank you, sister. I just felt like same thing with um, Jennifer's mom. I think what struck me today was the cult being the instrument. But then sometimes um, what can be a hindrance to that would be our fear. Yes. So which leads us on to the first reading, which means that which says that we don't, to me, it comes across as that, that we don't have to fear because God, the Lord has given us a well-trained tongue mm -hmm. and he has sort of trained us for that. We just have to trust him. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to the second reading where I think for me, my goal would be to keep that in mind that mm -hmm. it's like a full circle. Mm -hmm. We trust God. We, we entrust ourselves to him. And then um, he should uh, allow him to make us his instrument. But as you have said, it doesn't end in death because we have to trust that we will be with him yeah. in the resurrection. So yeah. I think it's so beautiful. The, the flow of the reading scheme yes. just yes. fit yes. nicely, just uh, meshed together so well. Yes. yes, that's very well chosen. The, the liturgy of the Holy Week has been studied and well chosen by the liturgist you know, mm -hmm. because it contains really the, the, the Paschal mystery you know, and the whole mystery, which is passion, death, and resurrection. And we need to teach that especially to the catechumens. We have persons, uh, uh, Shirley mentioned here in Hong Kong, you have thousands Actually, it's very impressive. I lived in Italy uh, 12 years. I have never participated in a baptism during the Easter liturgy. But here in Hong Kong, Mama Mia. Yes, <laughs> me too, sister. So touching, you know. Uh, you pray that when, when the time comes that the church will open, you will really participate. Even last year, last year, we reopened the church in Hong Kong, I think Holy Thursday. Mm -hmm. So Saturday, the vigil, we had baptism. And there was another Filipino seated with me uh, the night of the, the vigil and said, I have never experienced this, you know, because most of us were baptized babies. We did not yes. really know what, what, go, what was going on, what was the meaning. But to see the symbols, you know, the light. I don't know, Sister Leonila worked here in Hong Kong for some time. What was your experience? Yeah, it was it was really, as you have said, it's amazing. No? Mm. Because, uh, and also that the, the baptism that they use is immersion. Mm. 
Yes. You know how, yeah, while we as babies, we were baptized like a pouring of waters only. Yes. It's like a Same very thing. simple, simple way of uh, demonstrating the, the baptism. Mm -hmm. But there in Hong Kong with the immersion, really going down into the, into the water and then entering from the from one end to the other, it's like descending and then rising. Yes. Really a new life for, for the bap newly baptized. Yes. Yeah, and of course I, I don't I did not use the the thousands because I was only in the church of adultation, but there were already many adult baptism. Yes. That was that, that is how I experienced there. Yeah, yeah. You you mentioned the immersion because here they really want to portray the entering into the death, no? Yeah. Death of Jesus and then rising again. Okay? Because that That's is baptism. It. Baptism is not just immediately new life. There is a participation in the death of Christ so that we participate in the life of Christ. And yeah, it's that's very right. well explained. It's explained in images. And, and it's so beautiful. You know, Father, Father Law was uh, the parish priest there in, in, in Chinwan, where Sister Leonila worked. No? And they have a whole baptistry. They don't just have a baptistry. <laughs> it's really an, a, a room. A room for baptism. So there's a, it's not like here in Mount Carmel, you just have a tub. <laughs> Not a tub, you have a font, okay? You have a font, but it's so small. The one in Chinwan is so big. You have one from one end to the other end. So it's really dramatic. And uh, maybe, yes, we will be ending through, uh, in, in this portion, remembering those who are to be baptized, okay? In uh, Here in Mount Carmel, Our Lady of uh, Mount Carmel, we have a number to be baptized, but because of the uh, measures now, the protocol for the COVID, we have to space them out, you know, not all together. So it's possible also that this uh, Easter Vigil, we have one family because they are leaving Hong Kong soon. And I think locating, relocating or transferring to another country. But my, my students, for instance, I have a French and uh, one from Cameroon, one from Singapore, and another is Indian, but born here in, in uh, Hong Kong. So we'll pray for them. And we remember all those to be baptized, okay? That really they may understand deeply the meaning of these sacraments. You know, the, the baptism for the uh, for the adults, it's not just baptism. It's baptism, confirmation, and communion. The rites of Christian initiation. It's a package. Okay? So that they will be able really to participate in the beautiful uh, liturgy of the church all at once. So we'll pray for them. Sister Leonila, do you want to add something? Or we can go to our responsorial psalm. Yeah, I just would like to, to share something which our priest has uh, like share this morning in his homily, but which is also related into, with the first reading, with the first reading. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. That is the, the, the really determination of Jesus to offer himself. Yeah. So they say that his, his uh, sacrifice, you know, that we usually celebrate during the mass, the you know, sacrifice, 
-hmm. And it's not so much of the suffering that he felt, but it's his really the offering of himself for us, for the people, mm -hmm. and also not for me, no, for for each one of us. And he said that this should be our attitude when we enter the Holy Week, mm -hmm. that it is that we see Jesus offering himself, not not really the not so much of Jesus. Uh, like suffering or be in pain, but it's really a Jesus who is who is offering himself so that we will live. Mm -hmm. And so also on our part, we will we will offer our lives for him and for others, mm -hmm. which is also in the first reading. Yeah. So that is, I said that that should be our attitude when we enter Holy Week to see Jesus in that in that uh uh, determination to offer himself. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for thank that, you. Sister Leonila. Yeah, it's true. You know, suffering is less when it is when it becomes offering. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. you you want to do it. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. I should always remember that. <laughs> I always also complain Plus. when I suffer. But All of us should remember that, you know, that the suffering will be lessened once we accept it you know, and make it or transform it into an offering. Okay. So thank you. Okay. We also said that during our retreat with the Living Rosary Group, you remember, Shirley, I mentioned it last night in our Way of the Cross, that uh, any diminishment, any disappointment, any discouragement that we, if we know that within that there's a lesson, no, then it is more acceptable. And then we start to offer. And yeah. suffering becomes less. Yes. God can always use that for something else. And we can say yes to whatever is his design. Yeah. Okay. So we uh may I remind next week next Saturday we don't have our Bible study. Yeah. And we yes. will have it again on the 23rd. Okay. Yep. For the okay. Sunday. Because it's thank you, thank you. So uh let now we end with a prayer. Yeah, the prayer of the psalm is like a prayer of abandonment, no? It's, it's a lament. Psalm 22 is a lament, psalm of lament. Uh, it uh, summarizes Jesus' cry while he was on the cross. But it's very good to follow this uh, psalm up to the end because it will also give us what we just heard now, no, that Jesus accepted everything with trust because he fears the Lord and he knows that the Lord will vindicate him. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? All who see me scoff at me. They mock me with parted lips. They wag their heads. He relied on the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him if he loves him. Indeed, many dogs around me, a pact of evildoers evil closes in upon me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They divide my garments among them, and for my vesture they cast lots. But you, O Lord, be not far from me. O my help, 
hastened to aid me. I will proclaim your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, give glory to him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So thank you and have a very, very holy celebration of the week ahead. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.